This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. That's right. Here we are on the block. East Strick, Austin Norman with you for the next two hours. We're here every day from 2 to 4 here on 93.7 The Ticket. Glad you're along for the ride here with us today. Lots to get to. Uh, we will... Guests in the building everywhere. Just, just It's hot right now over here at The Ticket. A lot, a lot of people walking through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's family. Hot in The Ticket, hot on the block. The ribs is on fire, and you know where they from. Oh, baby, you know. Where, guess where he brought them from. Straight, I don't even have to guess. You don't even have to guess. Mariella's Food for the Soul so. took care of their boys, brought it in the house, and uh, I had to go to work. That's why I'm, I'm a little slow in getting these computers <laughs> in, 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 in place because uh, – them ribs was fire. Gosh, Strick, I, I smelled them as soon as the door opened. DP brought Rock in oh, there yeah. at the end of the crossover. As soon as the door opened, first thing I smell, Mary Ellen's ribs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh yeah. dang. Falling How am right I supposed to make it through a show with those right there? Falling right off the bone. And um, um, I don't care. Uh, today's a, a breakthrough. We're breaking through on that whole slab at <laughs> you some point. You have earned it. Yeah, I have earned it. It's Wednesday. Mary Ellen's is open. Find your way out to 27th and Pine Lake. Shout out to Mary Ellen's, Charles, and the crew. The ribs are fire. I know you're listening because you listen to On the Block regularly. Thank you, Charles, and all that you do. Absolutely. Uh, numbers for you to get into the show today, 402-464-5685, the Sarder Heyman text line, Honda of Lincoln hotline. Strick, let's just dive right in. Jordan Poole, game one on the line. Yeah. Shoots a 30-footer. What the heck? Was that the shot? Was that the wrong shot? What's his mindset? Here's the thing. You just made a big bag. Big bag. You've been inconsistent, struggling. Your year's been, you know, okay, good. You've had flashes, good games, bad games. Um, you're now playing the Lakers. Um, you want to prove something. You didn't have the greatest of series uh, previously. And so now you have a great game. And so your eyes light up like a Christmas tree on Christmas Eve. Mm -hmm. And you get so excited and the the rim looks huge to you. And you think you're Superman and you can do anything and everything in that specific moment. Now, that's kind of a mindset that you can have. Now, let's, 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 let's progress to it. Steph Curry's just coming off 50, right? He's one of the best shooters of all time. I'm going to say the best. Okay. I'll plant my flag there. I think I'll do it. 
I, I, and again, that's something relative because of the change of the rules. And, and we won't get into that debate, but you've got guys that have a tremendous skill set that could have done that. Just they didn't shoot as many mm-hmm. back in the day. So let's we'll, we'll, we'll and then there's there's guys that can stroke it and just didn't have three point shooting at some time. So at yes, different conversation, different, different conversation. Yeah. So you've got him, Clay Thompson, who who is one of those type of guys as well. They're your ones and twos. Now, I'm not even worried about the shot. If you're open, take the shot. I'm worried. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about 10 seconds left in the game. You're 30 feet out. You could have taken a dribble. You still could have drew another person, had another pass or so to somebody else in the corner. You know who that somebody else in the corner in? was? I, I can't remember exactly. but Clay F. Thompson. Oh, there you go. So – you had I, I I couldn't remember exactly who was there, but I know that you could have stepped up, presented. You're hot, mm-hmm. so guess what everybody's going to do? Fly towards you, and then that's when you can either make the next one or get deeper and then go weak side to the next one. So yeah, um, it was disappointing, but. You can understand kind of the psyche of this the, the young the young mind that's kind of trying to come out of a slump and you know you think thirty footer you're used to you're used to st- seeing Steph do that mm-hmm. and the shine he gets from it and the you know ESPN or all the people start talking about yeah you the man you did sometimes that psyche creeps in and you're just not that and I think it cost him I, I, that's not a good look Golden State losing home court to the Lakers that's not a good look and another key component to that is the guy that I talked about in this series he it's going to go through him and that's Anthony Davis what a night what a stat line strict that's the best Anthony Davis has looked since the bubble yeah yeah I mean he 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 looks he looks honed in Mm -hmm. like totally focused on the task at hand and he is the linchpin like listen don't don't get it twisted the additions that they made saved their year. Oh, without a doubt. The, the, those additions made their year. Reacquiring uh, Gary Payton II. Um, I'm sorry, not him. That's, that's Golden State. Beasley but and Vanderbilt. Beasley, Vanderbilt, as well as D'Angelo Russell. D'Lo, yep. Getting those guys where you've got shooting, you've got a guy that can control the ball so the LeBron doesn't have to do that all the time. Guys that were actually playing pretty well, like Lonnie Walker, they, they just have no room for him now. You know, these other guys are just able to fill the void a little bit better. So, uh, But Anthony Davis is the linchpin to success for the Lakers. If he stays healthy all series, you think the Lakers win it? Ooh, I'm 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 still. I think he probably plays the best D against Jokic than anybody. So I can mm-hmm. I can say that matchup uh, would be in favor of of them. Now, if Jamal Murray continues to play at the the clip that he's playing right now, that's going to be tough because they don't Austin really have an answer. They don't, have, they don't have an answer for that. <laughs> they don't have an answer for that. Um, and they run. Mm-hmm. So it's going to depend on, you know, how they use themselves in, the, in in a series, if they can get through Golden State. I still think it's too early because Golden State still has an opportunity to get into those legs a little bit with the style of play that they play. 
Uh, but we'll just see who's going to step up for them. Um, I still think the Looney matchup is going to be the key. It, it, you know, if he can't handle Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. uh, they're in trouble. That's the Anthony Davis that we've been promised for so long. The guy coming out of Kentucky, the guy that, you know, lit the world on fire his first few years in New Orleans. Had them in the playoffs before, you know, Steph and the Warriors kicked off that run. This is what Anthony Davis can be. Injuries and, honestly, Trick, falling in love with his jump shot make him ineffective sometimes. Yeah. but that, That's he, lazy. That's being lazy. That's when Anthony's lazy. And that's not good. Because no. when he's engaged, when he's fully checked in, committed, again, one of the most dominant two-way forces in basketball. Yeah. Why don't we see that with him? See, that's the thing that I, – I don't know if – I don't know if – it's the LeBron success, um, you know, feeling like he's second fiddle. And the reason I say that is just the, the you could just see the, the look on his face when LeBron broke the record. Talk about bad luck. You know what I mean? That, that's, mm-hmm. you know, I, as a teammate, as a brother, as somebody you, you, you regularly go into the trenches with, right? Um, that part of it was, was, was deflating for me because – um, all of our success is helps us to become better as a team, as an organization. And so, you know, that would be like me, you know, playing with any of the guys that I played with to include Dirk or anybody like that and not want him to be successful just because he's getting more recognition or, you know, his name pops up a little bit more on, on the radars than mine does. That's crazy to me. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's asinine, but you know, who am I? It boggles my mind, Strick, because LeBron wanted to play with Anthony Davis. He did everything he could to get Anthony Davis there. And to me, if I'm LeBron, I go back to that fact with Anthony Davis in my conversation with him. Like, hey, I wanted you here for a reason. Mm -hmm. If you're going to act checked out like this, you're not going to be the guy I wanted to play with. You know, I'm still LeBron James. You have to admit that. I still know that. I still have that drive in me. I'm still LeBron. But you're Anthony Davis. You know, I want you here to be my wingman because you can do so much because you can make my life easier. But if you're going to pout, if you're going to mope, if you're going to put yourself in jeopardy, I can't be my best self. You can't be your best self. Playing alongside a guy like LeBron Strick would make me want to be my best. Absolutely. I'm still just blown away at this freaking stat line. I still can't get over the efficiency of that stat line and not only that but playing 44 minutes while doing it i'm 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 literally blown away that that is that's a stat line that i think you would see in the past on like a wilt chamberlain sure a prime shack mhm you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that's the kind of number i mean and then you're adding four blocks on top of that with five assists, that that that's next level, bro. I don't, you know that that's that's some serious business right there, and that's going to be a problem for them. Are you willing to say it was it. dominant? Um, I I think so, I think so. Um, again, you you just, I hate I hate this for Jordan Poole. I just hope it doesn't send him into a a mental space, um, because. You're not you're you're not that guy, and the other guys shot you know pretty well. Other than Clay, he's still kind of struggling a little bit. I mean, he's getting more up, but 
you got to find a way to get closer than 30 feet, bro. I mean. One dribble and he's at 24 feet. That's what I'm saying. I just, I'm still, I'm still, oof. Like. I don't. I mean, what type of conversation are you having in the locker room? What? No, no. Let me like let me ask you. You've been in yeah. the locker room. What conversation are you having with Jordan Poole? I mean, as a as as a veteran guy, you know, that's that's kind of just how I would have approached it. Um, the the thing about it is, you know, that Draymond Green can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that conversation's gonna yeah. turn physical. You know, you know, Draymond Green can't walk up on him and you know give him a little bit of insight and wisdom. Steph. Um, He's he's quite he's kind of a quiet type of dude, and the last time he tried to uh, approach Jordan Poole on a situation, he kind of got ignored. So if I'm Steph, in some ways, I you know I could give you the like you know I'm gonna let Steve handle it because I don't want to I don't want to Draymond Green him, <laughs> right? Um, and then Clay, they're both they're all they're they're kind of quiet dudes. Clay Clay will kind of just kind of you know salter. I mean I mean sulk away and you know kind of dip his head and you'll you'll know his dis- disappointment by way of that. Iguodala, <clears throat> he might uh, he probably Iggy would say, man, you know that's there's nothing wrong with that shot. You you, know, you could have stepped in a little bit. Maybe I I would have liked that a little bit better. You know, uh, ten seconds left, bro. That's that's a lot of time. I mean, you, you people don't understand in ten seconds how far you can get, like. I can anyone in the NBA can get from a out of bounds pass even just below the free throw line in three seconds to the other end. To the rim. To the rim in four. Wow. Right? So and and I mean that because we've we've practiced those drills. Like you you could do that and you can do it in like four or five dribbles, right? Mm-hmm. If you if you if you do it right. So Ten seconds is a long time. I mean, they could have went around uh, the three, the perimeter another two times in ten seconds. So that's why that shot. That 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 shot was. I want to be the man tonight. That's where that's where that shot came from. You know, I want to be the man tonight. You just saw what everybody said about Steph Steph Curry going for fifty. You know how he closed out Game Seven. Well. I made it happen for us in game one, got us back into it, da, da, da. You know, that's sometimes how that gets in the psyche of a player. I feel like, Strick, watching from this far away, Jordan Poole's growth, and sometimes lack thereof as a player, is that exact mindset is what has made him good at times, but makes him bad at times. And that's why I think the best role for Jordan Poole is kind of that sixth man off the bench, right? Where he can be a, a Lou Williams, a Jordan Clarkson, Jamal Crawford type of guy. But I don't think Jordan Poole's ego wants that. Yeah. You know, I think for Jordan Poole, he wants to start. I think he thinks he should take Clay's spot. You know, he sees Clay being relatively ineffective. So, coach, put me out there. Come on, I'm better. I can do more than him. But that's where I go back to Iguodala, right? Think about yeah. Iguodala being the man in Philadelphia yeah. for a few years. He gets traded around a little bit, ends up with the Warriors as that sixth man. He wasn't starting, but what do you say all the time, Strick? He was finishing. He was finishing games, He and he embraced the role. You, you, you've got to be able to embrace the role. Uh, sometimes ego can take you out of the role and put you in. Um, you know, That's not going to take away the game that he had. He had a great game. Mm-hmm. Great game. But um, sometimes, and, and that's very similar to why Allen kind of got out of the league and why mm-hmm. Melo almost got pushed out of the league. It, it's it's when you've been that guy, you, you know, like 
people tell me all the time, Strick, you still play ball? No. Why not? Because uh, my body says no and my mind says I can go. And that's not the way it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'll end up pulling something just like I did with an Achilles. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? And I have no 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 wants for that. So, yeah, you, you still feel you can do what you used to do because it plays in your mind. But in all actuality, that's not the case. As we're seeing, it's the Lakers with a one-game-to-none lead over uh, the Warriors. The other game last night, then, Shrek, really quick, Knicks and Heat. Knicks tie it back up at home, 111-105 win. Julius Randle uh, comes back, does his thing, 25-12. and 12. Good. Brunson uh, had 30 mm-hmm. on the night as well. Is that the duo for the Knicks? Are those the guys they have to rely on this series? That's it. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, getting him back and the way that he played, some of the shots that he hit were, were big time. Um, but even more than that is – um, the plus minus of those guys. So um, their plus minuses were in the double digits, which is which is good when your best players who are handling the ball, taking the most shots, uh, doing the most things with it. They're they're um, in in a positive uh, form. Now um, it was good to finally see Struss uh, play a little bit better. Vincent has looked strong in the series, but we see what's missing. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy buckets. Jimmy Buckets is, is like I said, you can get through that first one. Um, if he if he's not able to get back into this series, uh, it, it's going to be a wrap. And, and I'm telling you, um, with his style in the mid-range, having to elevate and do those types of things, cuts, counters, um, that ankle, the way that it, it, it bent like that, I, I it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for him to do what he does. Mm-hmm. and be successful. Do you trust Eric Spolstra to scheme things up for the Knicks, or is Tom Thibodeau you know, at an advantage now? Well, Tom Thibodeau is a, is, is a great defensive mind. Uh, he was at the Knicks when I was there, always been there. Wait, really? Tibbs was there yeah, with Tibbs, you? Tibbs, Tibbs oh. was an assistant hmm. coach. He was an assistant coach for Van Gundy when I was uh, with the Knicks. Hmm. So, um, um, and actually, uh, it's crazy because uh, Rick Rick was on the team too. Uh, it, it, like Rick follows me everywhere. <laughs> he was in Dallas when I was in Dallas. We played in in the Continental Basketball League together. We were in New York together. Freaking Rick, got a um, shadow. <laughs> two lefties. Uh, Rick was smart though. Rick, Rick, um, you know, knew how to massage the things. But I, I'll say this: they're gonna need more output from Bam Adebayo. Um, you know, I, I, I like Martin. Great game for him. Um, love has got to do a little bit more, even, I mean, in every aspect, rebounding. I, I know he's older and he, he, he's not that. But if you're not going to have that from Adebayo, then you, you need someone else to step up in that in that category. I just don't know if Martin can be consistent enough. Um, and their bench is not going to give it to him. They don't have depth. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. That's why Jimmy Buckets is that dude has been all year for him. Uh, That's a good look at the NBA playoffs from last night here in our first segment. Coming up next, we'll talk some Husker football, Husker baseball headlines with Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald. Then, as we do at the end of every hour, uh, the first hour at least of the show, the shootout with Strick. We're talking NBA MVPs. We're going to save the conversation about that for tomorrow. we got a special guest coming up to talk about Joel Embiid getting the MVP, but we're still going to take a look back through history uh, with Joel Embiid winning it, and that'll be the topic for the shootout. But coming up next, Evan Bland of the Omaha World Herald.